0: Friday morning on Rural Queensland today. Senator Susan McDonald joins us a regular spot. Senator, good morning. Thanks so much for being with us. It is terrific to talk to you as always, Ben. Um, let's just start straight up. The absolute disgusting behaviour by the leader of the Greens to take the Australian flag out of a press conference has done nothing but brought condemnation from around Australia. Yet these low lifes still have a voice.
1: I think it's unacceptable, Ben. So, at the
0: last election,
1: Australians put their trust in a party that they thought was about environmental issues. Now, it is our job to shine the light on what awful, awful people they are. They have focused on every ism that you can imagine, but mostly socialism, uh, and all they're about is trying to tear the country apart, uh, disunite people, and certainly not about bringing uh, Indigenous Australians uh, into the into a new world with um, with the whole country. So, what what they've done is, is is it's treasonous. And Lydia Thorpe, the senator from Victoria, has gone one step forward, further. She said that she has only signed up to the colonial project. Uh, she doesn't believe in the institution of the of the Senate or the Parliament. Um, she's there to to you know undermine it from within. And uh, Jacinta Price has, has said that she thinks the Governor-General should be looking at whether or not uh, this is a person who's who's able, uh, who's a fit and proper person to hold the role of Senator, to represent the people of Victoria, and to be a part
0: of the Australian Parliament. So I would say she shouldn't. Yeah, I agree 100%. This is one of the, I, I, I could not believe this. What did the Leader of the Greens, what was his excuse? He, he, he felt that... It wasn't inclusive to keep the Australian flag in the press conference. And Anthony Albanese, he, he said, well, I strongly recommend that he, he, he reconsiders this. Why wasn't he so forceful? Because I know a lot of his voters, and I mean a lot of his voters, do not feel um, that lightly about it. They are disgusted. Labor, Liberal, all different walks of life. That is our national flag.
1: That's exactly right. It is the worst kind of uh, of, of um dog whistling, of wokeism, of trying to send some sort of rubbish virtual signal uh, that you believe that the Australian flag somehow disenfranchises some part of Australia. The Australian flag uh, came about, um, it was a, a competition by, by an Australian uh, to, to make a flag to unite the country. Um, You know, I just can't believe that as long as this is the flag of our nation, that Australians have gone away to fight for our country, uh, both white and Indigenous, uh, they have all gone away under this flag. Immigrants have come to Australia and the flag has been a symbol to them of hope, of opportunity, of a new life. And yet these couple of people think they can send some virtue signal Uh, I'm not sure who because so many Indigenous Australians have come out and said, well, they don't speak for me. Mm -hmm. So the Greens have got to be very, very careful who do they speak for because they are a very dangerous mob. They are not about some cuddly kind of koala and environmental uh, agenda. They are about um, pulling down Australia. They're about making Australians feel ashamed of ourselves. They're about undermining every institution and everything that we should be proud of in this nation. Uh, And I'm just pleased so early in this term, Adam Band's called out what they're really about so that we can talk about it. We can say, is this really a party that we want to have in our nation?
0: Yeah, agreed. You've got a good news story in the sense, um, and I'll get to the worst one below, but I've got to touch on um, you are just up – are you in Huron tonight?
1: No, no, but I have caught up with the mayor from Hewenden, Jane McNamara, uh, because she is uh, rightfully celebrating a lot of hard work. They have put together uh, a project to put um, a a significant amount of water allocation uh, for that town. They are growing table grapes. It's bringing workforce into the town. Uh, That council has uh, built uh, accommodation for the workers to come. It is a town that is just going ahead, and uh, and so in the Queensland budget, um, I have to give credit to uh, to Labor. It's something that I, I had to dig, usually dig deep, but this one I think is a terrific decision, where they've granted twenty five point six million dollars towards uh, the Huonund Water Bank, uh, a project that is going to see um, intensive agriculture around that town, bring more jobs, uh, bring greater security. To the town, more services. It really is an incredibly exciting night uh, for the mayor, for all the people in that region who've worked so hard to deliver uh, on this, you know, really smart, scalable, doable project.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, I'm very excited.
0: It's a very good story, isn't it? Um, it? It really is one that we all we all think so highly of what has gone on, and we'd like to see more water give there. Rick, the the race to renewables and and to net zero for me is getting – the hysteria is just unbelievable. Um, The Labor government have set an unrealistic target. The way they're going, they could end up getting rolled because of this stupidity and what they're doing to appease to the Greens.
1: Well, it's madness. You know, I've got no problems with trying to reduce pollution, to adopt new technology, Uh, to let business make smart decisions, not to tax people into oblivion. And I think that we had a plan with that, with net zero by 2050. And that's what we were trying to protect Australia from the alternative, which is what Labor is bringing in. So they're now talking about adopting an even higher rate of renewables into our power system. Now, we know that coal and gas in this state is the cheapest, most efficient energy production we have. It is still producing over 80% of the power that we have every day. Labor wants to turn that on its head and to have over 80% of renewables creating the energy by 2030. We have already got an electricity system that is uh, completely melting down because we cannot, we don't have uh, the the coal and gas projects online that are able to provide baseload, uh, renewable, uh, I'm sorry, reliable, dispatchable power uh, to Queenslanders and to Australians at See. an affordable rate. And this is because, because of this agenda, because of this new religion around renewables and uh, and um, climate change, that instead of people thinking about, well, what makes sense? What's practical? What's going to get us a good outcome? We are rushing towards uh, these targets ahead of science ahead of reality. Now, if that means that we have elderly people cold in their homes, if it means that we have manufacturing businesses that are falling over, if it means that we have butchers and other cold store facilities unable to afford the power bill, who's winning? It's certainly not Australia or Australians, and that's what I want us to start talking about. What is practical? What is doable? At this rush, uh, we're already seeing the increases in power prices. We're already seeing the, the baseload power suppliers struggling yeah. um, and, and at some point we're going to have to pull it up and say Australians deserve something better than uh, a hope and a dream when the big polluters of the world, China and India and others, are building more cold side power stations, they're using gas because they know that for their nations um, that's more successful. So Australia... I think we're selling ourselves out uh, in an environment where, you know, we're doing a great job. We're doing a great job. We're on a pathway uh, to to achieve what everybody wants. So I'm really concerned, Ben, and we'll continue talking about this over the
0: next few years, I'm sure. No doubt about it. Great to chat. Thanks so much for our regular chat. We appreciate everything you do for us.
1: And uh, go to Maroons on Sunday night.
0: Can't wait. Can't wait. (laughs) Perth will be a buzz. Appreciate your time. (laughs)
1: Thanks, Ben.